All right. Here we go. Do you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? It's fear. I like to dissect girls. Did you know I'm utterly insane? Be afraid. Be very afraid. I'm scared to close my eyes. I'm scared to open them. Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. Don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Welcome back to Versus Horror. I am your host, Josh. I hope you're ready to be spooked. Today, slash this week, I am joined with, of course, my Brandon. esteemed co-host. Brandon. <laughs> got a little excited there. I got a there. little bit excited. We're talking about maybe his favorite movie of the year. Spoilers. <laughs> but besides Brandon, we're also joined with... Freddy. What is up, boys? I What's liked, up? I like that. That was good. <laughs> How's yeah. it been? It's been up. Good. Good. Uh, episode two... Two. of the show yeah took a little extended break because we were getting ready for uh as we'll talk about later it came out the movie brand's been uh longing for lusting for jonesing for for the past i don't know six months or so i'm just glad it's finally here because now i don't have to get all the texts every day about a- it. amen <laughs> amen to that like it's just insane amount of fanboyism yeah. from brandon yeah um so we'll get into that. Uh, but first, I think we have a little discussion we want to talk about. Um, I should I should know that this episode is going to be all about it. So if you haven't seen the movie, uh, there will be spoilers. Um, I can't. I don't know. So, you know, there, there's some good scares. You don't want to get spoiled. So if you haven't seen it, go out and see it. It seems like it has broken a bunch of box office records. It is like the hottest movie of this fall, I guess, is what you'd call it. Um, so, yeah, it'd be hard to imagine you haven't seen it if you're listening to this movie. Um, but, uh, first let's go ahead and talk about trailers. Um, on the last show, we talked about our reaction to the trailer for it. Brandon saw a four minute clip of a scene from the movie. I mean, Freddie Freddie didn't. So now that the movie's out, how Brandon, I'm going to ask you this. Did that, did seeing all that extra stuff, all that leaked footage and stuff like that, all those behind the scenes pictures I'm sure you've seen. Um, did that affect your enjoyment of the movie, do you think? Not at all. I, I was worried about it. Probably the last two months before the movie came out, I stopped looking at new photos and clips and stuff because Freddie kept telling me, stop, stop watching that stuff. You're going to ruin it for yourself. <laughs> and so I'm like, yeah, he does have a good point. And then I joined a, a Facebook group that somebody had made, and there was like 2,000 people posting in it every day. Um. But the first couple of clips I watched, and I felt like they didn't give out a whole lot. But as they went on, I started feeling like I hope all this, the good scares or the jump scares aren't in those trailers. So um, to answer your question, no, I didn't think any of the trailers that I saw really ruined the movie for me at all. Interesting. Uh, Freddie, how about you? Uh, going blind into it, I... Uh it was great because I saw nothing, <laughs> nothing coming. You know, it was all exciting. I mean, I watched the first trailer, and I, with the Dark Knight, I watched everything. And not that I was disappointed, because I think the Dark Knight is like one of the greatest superhero movies ever. But a part of me is like, oh man, I wish I would have just like not watched that one, or especially like there was that scene where Batman is like interrogate talking to the Joker, or no, 
Somebody was talking to the joke. I think it was Commissioner Gordon, and then Batman appears behind him and slams him. I'm like, that wasn't one of like the TV spots that I saw. And if I never saw that, you know, I would have never seen that. So I took a lesson from that movie from 2008 to now. It's like, just swear off everything. So I'm glad I didn't watch anything, you know. Yeah, I uh, I'm kind of in the same boat. I remember you, Brandon, texting me that link to like, oh, you got to see this. Like, it's this four minute scene they played in front of some movie, and it's got Georgie and Annabelle. There you go. Uh, and I, I I remember I told you like I'm just I'm done watching stuff. I want to see it. And usually I'm not the type of person that does that. I like I said before, I usually look at spoilers and stuff. But for some, you know, it was like one of those movies that I felt like going into it blind. Like you were saying, Freddie would be a benefit. Because, I mean, you don't want to miss, you know, the scares or whatever they're doing. Um, and I can say that I am glad that I did that because um, let's just say that scene, I don't know how much that scene showed. Did it show the whole thing that's in the movie? Like up until... The Georgie scene? Yeah. It showed everything up until where he started to grab it. Oh, then, really? And it stepped out, yeah. So you, I, you didn't see the scene where actually open his mouth and he see his teeth and stuff it, it oh okay it stopped as he was like you know take it georgie oh that's interesting. and then you see his you know him reaching for it and then he kind of pulls it back kind of teasing him yeah and then you see him go for it again and then it, it cuts out so we you didn't see the end result in the trailer that's interesting uh either way i think i'm okay that i didn't see it because that performance uh of him in the the sewer talking to georgie that is just batshit weird um but I'm glad, like, because the only, the only like, inkling of what he was going to be was based on that one trailer when he says, here, take it. And I remember, like, me and you, Brandon, talking about how the voice kind of seemed off or whatever. Uh, I'm glad that I kind of went in knowing that because, like, the I, I just, I guess I went in with lower expectations because of it. And then, like, the movie was, I, I mean, we'll find out later what I thought. But it was, it turned out to be, you know, a good experience. Um, well, so, I have a question for Brandon. Yeah. So for the next movie you're excited about, whatever it is, would you do your same approach usual, watch everything, look at every image, no. or are you going like, no, to try to blind? You've kind of inspired me not to do that. Yeah. It's tough. <laughs> it's <laughs> tough. You know, just because when I heard you know, a year ago, year and a half ago, when they first released the first photo of Pennywise, I was like, holy shit, and he actually looks kind of creepy. And then... Once mid- midway before it came out, where I'm like, you know what, he Freddie's right. I gotta stop digging into this so much. I, I want to be surprised when I watch the movie. So that's when I I stopped following that Facebook page because they are posting everything. Oh, that sucks. Of you know, oh you know, they added a 30 second clip here. Check this out. Here's a new photo still of this and that. You know, and I'm just like, oh, I, I can't do it anymore. I, I want to be. He's right. I need to be surprised. Yeah, you know, that's kind of it. Kind of brings up a point because like. <laughs> It seems like lately, not even with it, but any movie now, any like big studio movie, it seems like before the movie actually comes out, and this is like, I know Spider-Man did this, a couple of summer movies did this, this summer, if you follow all their social media accounts, you can pretty much piece together almost the oh, whole like first act. Totally, yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Like, it's almost like, like why, I just don't understand why, why you do that. Not, not only like just seeing it, but just seeing it that way where you see 30 seconds here, 30 right. seconds here. I mean, because it could totally be, totally be out of context. You know what I mean? I mean, can, can, maybe it, it it works because, I mean, it made a ton of money. True. You know? So it also gets those people out who have kids. They're like, yeah, I don't know. But if they see all this stuff and like, 
okay, we could get a babysitter and go out or whatever, you know? Yeah, it gives them that little extra push to get out there. That's true. Yeah. That was insane opening. The, or not opening movie, but the opening night, I think, did like $13 million. Yeah, for a radar horror yeah. movie yeah. in um, September. Right. Yeah. I just want to say that uh, the group that we went to, I usually get a big group to go see a movie. But this was the most eclectic bunch of people <laughs> I've ever had. It was like church friends, work friends, friends I haven't talked to in a long time, new friends. It was a, a hodgepodge. And I thought it was yeah. great. It was a great group. You For know? sure. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, when I say surprised, like, that many people actually showed up. Usually, you, you know how it is when you plan something. Oh, you know, 20 people tell me they're coming. Usually, right. only 10 maybe show up. We had a full on uh, row. Yeah, I know. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, so the, yeah, the theater we saw it in. Um, yeah, let's let's transition to the actual movie. Uh, but the theater we saw it in, it was a big theater. Yeah. It was a big yeah. auditorium opening. It was opening Saturday. So, you know, a couple days after it came out. But yeah, you, you guys had... I'm assuming most of it was Freddie, but... Had, had I don't, I don't had, have that many had friends, pulled no. together enough friends to take up an entire row of people or an entire yeah. row of the theater. That was insane. He's popular. <laughs> people like him. Yeah, that was that was. I remember like walking in, seeing Brandon there on the end. I'm like, oh, cool. I'll sit right here next to Brandon, and then just kind of sitting there. And you know, I look down, and Freddie's maybe like I don't know, ten seats down. I'm like, okay, you know, maybe this 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 people, right? And then someone was like, oh, man, Freddie, we got the whole row. And I was like, wait a minute. All these people are with, like, are Us. together? Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty nuts. The biggest I had was Guardians 2. We had two and a half rows. That's uh, insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, and also, the, the night of that movie, the theater filled up pretty quickly. I was worried because that's why, you know, when I told people in the Facebook post. Right. You're there at six and getting your tickets. Right. If not, we're not holding shit yeah. for you, you yeah. know. Because I was thinking, all right, you know, if, if it did this much on a Thursday, Saturday night is probably going to be ridiculous. Right, yeah. And when we got there, I'm like, oh, you know, I guess I guessed wrong. But I feel that theater filled up pretty quickly, and I thought it was a great crowd because everybody was into it, you know, screaming, jumping, and laughing, yeah. you know. So not only was our group awesome, but the entire theater was into the movie. You oh, know? totally, yeah. When there wasn't 30 people leaving or going to the bathroom and coming back, but... There was a lot of people walking around. Yeah. yeah, not in our group, but just like, I yeah, I know the guy, I know the guy behind me. Like he got up like two or three times, and every time he get up, he would put his hands on the back of my seat and like use <laughs> oh, me I as leverage, that. and I'd be like, yeah. like flying backwards. I'm like, really, dude? Like, uh, whatever. I could have um, sworn I saw somebody crying as they left. I don't know if it was from the movie or from whoever they were sitting with, <laughs> or poopy, or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah i third grade humor after, like 30 minutes of the movie like six people had got up and yeah. left and came back like twice and i was almost like all right what the fuck you know <laughs> i peed before i came in here that's that's the only annoying thing about that night it was so many people coming and going so but, been, but that for me it was annoying but it does add to the experience because if you think horror movie people are always making noise i mean think scream 2 opening it's yeah. just obnoxious, you know? Yeah. That's just the type of crowd it, it draws. I guess it does make it fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's second week since it came out. And so far, it has grossed domestically $218.7 million. That is insane for a horror yeah. movie. 
Rated R horror movie in September. Opening weekend is $123 million. Uh, so I think it's pretty safe to say that if you're listening to this, you've probably seen the movie, so we can get into spoilers. Um, now, we actually didn't talk about it after the movie with each other, but I did, I did ask everybody to describe the movie with one word as like a teaser. Brandon, do you remember what you texted? Shit, Crap. I don't Hold on, let me look. I was hoping you'd remember. I, almost, <laughs> I was going to be very impressed if you're like, Brandon I, said this. I almost did. Okay. And texting, we are texting, looking this up. We're going to have to go back through the uh, archives here. Let's see. Uh, hang on, hang on. Uh, here it is. Oh, All right, Brandon, shit. you said insane. Ins- oh, there it is right there, yeah. Uh, Freddie said fun. Wow. And then I said Damn. And then Brandon said boner, which was real, yeah. <laughs> real mature. Insane damn fun. With that, a boner. You could, them that together. could go on a poster, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Just periods. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, what, explain insane. Go ahead and tell us what you thought of the movie. I was expecting creepy and suspenseful, but I wasn't expecting that creepy and suspenseful, nor did I expect all the comedy. And I, I know I said it on the first podcast that if this movie sucked, I would say, yes, that movie sucked. But I don't know. I it, it, it exceeded my expectations. Even seeing the, all the first three trailers they released, and I was saying, God, I hope they didn't put all the big scares in the trailers. Yeah, that movie, just the way. Fuck, dude. I don't know. I'm I'm probably gonna see it again. But I don't know. Just the way that they had made him so aggressive. I guess is a word, and. You know, then you had all the comedy, and then there was emotion in it. You know, with with Bill and George. I don't know. It, I just thought it was ridiculous. It was just so there. There was no downtime in it of like, oh, okay, this is getting kind of boring. Before something else happens, it was just all the way through. So I didn't feel like I sat there for two hours. I actually thought thought I sat there for an hour. So I guess you would say it exceeded your expectations, <laughs> or did it, or did it meet your expectations? It. It met my expectations. Interesting. Yeah. Which is, those are pretty high expectations for how invested you were beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freddie, fun. Why fun? Dude, who thought this movie was going to be a comedy? Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> Not only was it f- a lot of funny moments, but also like the scary moments were fun in itself. You know, like you're just like, they're not scary in the sense you're going home and you're having nightmares about them. But just like how inventive and how the, they shot it with the camera or some of the practical effects and it just really brought everything to life. So I'm like, if I were to do a horror movie, because I'm an aspiring director, that's how it would be. Like, you're laughing and being scared all at the same time. Yeah, I uh, I, I was listening. It's kind of funny because I was listening to an interview with Dan Trachtenberg, who's the director of 10 Cloverfield Lane this week and he was saying someone asked him about how there are a few like funny parts in that movie and he was saying when he came onto the project the script that was attached was like super dry it was all pretty serious and real stern but he kind of helped they kind of rewrote it a little bit to add a little more humor which is in the movie now because he always he says he always feels like that when there's like comedic parts or lighter parts in a kind of tense horror movie not that that movie's horror, but you know, right. like an intense movie, it makes those scenes of like tension even more totally. seem amplified. Yeah. So that's like when I came out of it, I felt the same exact way. I was like, man, like 
when it when this movie's funny, like it's genuinely funny. It's not funny because like I don't know, you can be like, man, that kind of stupid CGI right. or whatever. Which there is a lot of CGI, which I know yeah. Brandon, you were concerned about, but I thought it was I thought it was well used. There was a couple parts where like, eh, that's you know, like the painting lady. Like that was kind of CGI ish. But I mean I, I didn't take me out of it. You know what I mean? But but going back to the, the comedy part, like I was just surprised how funny the lines were. Like, um, who's the bad mouth kid? Richie? Richie. Yeah. His lines, man. There was one line he said about uh they were talking about the history of dairy and how it used to be about beaver trappers or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the way that that kid, Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things, the way he was like, uh, he says something like, it still is, isn't it? Am I right, boys? And he puts his hand up for high five. <laughs> I laughed so hard at that. That was just like perfectly executed and like time. There's little bits with new kids on the block. Oh, great, yeah. It's like totally take, I mean. Come back, girl. <laughs> but like when they close the bedroom door, yeah. and it, it goes in this whole little edited thing. And it's great. Like, it's just so, it's like, I feel like this movie is more like Spielberg-y than like Super 8 or something. Like, I don't even think it's trying to be that way, but just like, you know, it's set place in the 80s instead of the 50s, like the book. And uh, it just feels like, like a Goonies adventure or something, but a Goonies adventure that's a lot darker because when it does, when it hit, hits on the scary points, like it really hits. For me, I mean, I'm not that fan of horror. Brandon, you can attest, I was... Freaked out at a lot of points. Yeah, he was very uncomfortable through most of the movie. <laughs> For me personally, I felt more uncomfortable during the the real not not Pennywise scenes, but like her and her dad, right? You know, yeah. the bully stuff, like the real world stuff. That's yeah. I'm like that was more horrific. Yeah, than what Pennywise was doing. Right? Yeah, you know? I agree. Like that when the bully gets uh, Ben, right, the bigger kid. Yeah, and he's gonna he's starting to carve letters into yeah. his. I mean, like. Are you serious? Yeah. Right. Like yeah. that is insane. Same thing with the dad, or even the, the pharmacist. Pharmacist, exactly. Oh. Yeah. Like, when, yeah, there. Are, That's real stuff. <laughs> it almost, it almost seems like, like yeah, it. You know, Pennywise is there, but like, let's not ignore, like, a more relatable horror and like weird people. Right. You yeah. know what I mean, so that was pretty cool. Um, what do you guys think of the acting? Go ahead, Brandon. Uh, I, I was more concerned about the kids because that's how I felt about the first one too. I thought the kids or in the miniseries sucked, and even the actors and the adults sucked too. <laughs> so I was worried. I'm just like, ah, oh, you know, if if there's anything that's going to be bad, I, I think it might be the the child act. I have this thing. I think I was telling you about it about kids and horror movies, where a lot of them, a lot of movies aren't good, like The Orphan or The Ring. You know, or it's it just kind of you know. Eh. But I think all the kids did a phenomenal job with all their roles. Like I felt, it kind of felt like me when I was their age. You know, I was kind of like Richie. I was kind of just like a loud mouth punk. You know, <laughs> and were <laughs> were. Oh, I guess I still am. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I think all of them. You know, you know, you had Richie who was kind of like the the loud mouth asshole of the group. You had Ben who was like you know the chubby kid who's trying to get the girl but he can't. You know, then Eddie is, you know, the asthmatic nerd kind of <laughs> mama's, you know what I mean? And, but yeah, I think, I think they exceeded their jobs as well. I thought they did a really great job with their, with all their roles. Yeah. I, I, I think that's what made the movie is the chemistry between all those kid actors and just like how different they are, you know, and you, they're very distinct even from what they're wearing. You know, it's like, Everything about their costumes to what they're is like you could tell what kind of character they are, you mm -hmm. know. But my 
my issue with movies like this is now everybody's gonna be like ah i really didn't like the original like not i'm not saying you're saying that brandon but like when dark knight came out now everybody hates 89 batman mm. it's like we all used to love 89 batman right. but mm. now and then everybody's like oh it wasn't really that great if you remember so i hate when remakes come out and i'm not sure it is better but it's like stay like it's better not like i never you love that you were just talking about the original not too long ago before the remake yeah it's a different take yeah exactly now we have two great movies to watch yeah you know i mean i could attest if you watch the the miniseries it's it's a it's a hard watch because it's like very slow by today's standards right but we don't knock Tim Curry. I mean, come on. Okay. No, no, Tim you Curry. Know. And I never, ever once said that Tim Curry. Right, right. No, I'm not saying bad. you. I'm just no, saying know, that's what I've been hearing from people. Dude, my <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, people I know, family members, have been just driving me insane. I'm sure the way I've been driving you guys insane, pumping this movie up about people I know that don't even watch horror movies. Or if they do, it's a popular one like it. Or, oh, yeah, of course I've seen. You know, the exorcist. You, you know what I mean? Those people yeah. that... I fall uh, in this category. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about you. But you, you, you know what I mean? Those people that, you know, they, they're not against horror movies, but they're just not into them like the way like me and him are. So I've been seeing a lot of... By him, he means me. Freddie, <laughs> yes. Um, a lot of people, oh, you know, it, it was stupid. You know, the first one's like way better and... Yeah, but also you get those same people like my friend Ariana. She she was laughing the entire time. I'm like, and every time like Pennywise came and she had this weird smile. I'm like, what is the matter with you? <laughs> and she's like, I like him. I never realized how much I love horror movies, you know. So you have that, you know, because I I feel like horror movies should have some elements of comedy in them, like Dan, that director said, you know, because it does like relieve the tension in a weird way. Because when there are the horror elements, like. It just makes it more awesome while you're watching those you yeah. know, scenes. In which Tim Curry did a great job of being that comic relief, right. but also somewhat creepy. I mean, th- there was only a couple scenes in that first one where I thought he was he was legitimately creepy. It was the very first scene with the girl, and he's in the the front yard in the the drying laundry. Right. Yeah. You know, and how, how he first looks not when he's like, "Hey," you know, but right. when he just kind of stares at her, and then the scene of when he's in the the drain not the not the georgie scene but in the shower the drain. shower dude i that yeah. that i will say i've seen i've seen the miniseries maybe once on tv like i don't know how many years ago but that scene has always stuck with me when he, the kids in the shower and you hear him in the drain yeah that is that is yep. horrifying yeah mm-hmm. what is pennywise like the clown we think of when we think of scary clowns you think oh for me yeah like absolutely in, like you think in general consensus like even people who've never seen it just have that image of Tim Curry. I, th- I think so. I mean, I had a buddy here this weekend who was hanging out, and he had saw he had seen it on Friday, and he had he had told me he'd never seen the miniseries. He didn't know anything about it, never read it or anything. And seeing this movie, it kind of blew his mind because he'd always thought that, you know, it was just some weird clown dude. Right. Like, he never knew it was actually, like, a demon that yeah. took on different forms and stuff. So I think, like, you know, him not even knowing it at all besides what he's seen just pictures or memes or whatever yeah you know i think that's a pretty you know as bad as casual as you can get and uh he just always associated like satan clown with it you know what i mean awesome yeah yeah and so like 
I feel like Tim Curry in that regard really set up like that imagery. Right. And I I mean, I know you were saying Dark Knight, Freddy. Like when that came out, people were kind of saying, oh man, Jack Nicholas is going to be real hard to top. You right. know? And I feel like Tim Curry's the same way, but Bill Skarsgård, I felt, killed it. He was so good in this movie. He, from like the way he talked to the way he did his dances and the way his, his demeanor just instantly changed. When, like when he's talking to Georgie. And they're laughing about balloons popping and stuff. or Popcorn. Popcorn, yeah. And pop, 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 the way that he notices, like, Georgie's not scared anymore. And he just instantly goes stone-faced. And he's drooling. And he's doing all this stuff. Like, he he is insane, man. He is vicious. I, want, I definitely want to see that guy more in movies. What do you guys think of him as it? You want to go first, Freddie? Okay. Um, dude... I thought he was going to be sucky. <laughs> you think everything. So did, so did I. Yeah. Honestly, so did I. When I found out he was like 27, yeah. I was like, who's the hell is this young exactly. guy? Like, that's my age. Like, this guy's not going to like. I laughed. I'm like, dang, this sucks. This movie's going to crap. But man, like that opening scene and when he drools, I'm like, anything he does, I'm in. I don't care what it is, you know. And I love the eye from the changing of the eye color to just the way he communicates with them. Um, I wouldn't say I was creeped out, but I would just like, I guess like my friend Arian, like kind of in all of him, like I want more, yeah. but the filmmakers are good at not giving you more. Right. Because they give you just enough to, exactly. yeah, to make you want more. Exactly. And I love that about, so yeah, br- bring him on. Bring, I, I'm excited to what this guy's career is going to be. Yeah, absolutely. The one thing I know, like when we were talking about Annabelle creation last week, for me, it was like. I was pretty invested in that movie until you saw like the demon girl right, or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, kind of afraid with it uh, going into it, like, you know, he's going to be real cool seeing him creepy, you know, pop up here, right. pop up there. But the second he becomes like an actual character and starts talking more and has scenes, I felt like I don't know if he's going to be able to hold his water right. or like, you know, because well, because I was afraid of Bill Skarsgård, you know. Right. But that's what's crazy before you get into it, Brandon. That's what's crazy is. The opening scenes in the in the sewer, they don't do the Jaws method nope. at all. They're like, this is who he is. And usually horror movies, you're right. They hold that off. Yeah. They're teased, teased, and then at the end. But they're like, up front, this is who he is. Now, I don't know if that hurt the movie or helped it, but I, I, for me, I love that they did that. Yeah, that aspect of actually, I've heard some places kind of 50-50 on it. Like, well, you know, they should have saved that for later right. to kind of build up suspense or... It was cool they showed you right up front what you're in for. I fall in the camp of, I thought it was cool they showed you right up front. Right. What, I mean, it's kind of like, it just kind of shows you what the movie's going to be. I did not expect it to go to that level. I did not expect a little kid's army get bit <laughs> off and drug in the sewer. That was insane. Yeah. Dude, Josh's face, I looked over at him and literally, it was almost like he saw like a ghost. It was just kind of like, What? <laughs> It's because you don't see that. You don't see kids getting their right. arms bit up. And well, then me, that, ahead, that, that, and you just don't expect it that yeah. early, like yeah. you were saying. Like, you don't, I mean, sure, you know, the creepy shit's going to happen. And, you know, later on, I'm sure there'll be the big climax where he does all his power or right. whatever. Sure. But right up front in the first 15 minutes, right. no way in hell did I think that was going to happen. No. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Freddie have this thing when we see movies together. And if there's like a good scare, we naturally just like look at each other and we're like, yeah. <laughs> so that movie we were like I'd lean yeah. over I'm like he's like yeah <laughs> so what do you think of Bill oh I thought he was awesome I, I, I was skeptical even though I was excited just because I you know I, I said before I really love clowns and stuff but I you know it's you know Tim Curry did a great job with his role 
So it was almost they're putting up against each other now. Is oh man, he has to top Tim Curry, right? You know, he said the bar. Yeah, for sure. Um, really, just from that the four minute clip I watched, I knew I'm just like, oh dude, he's gonna kill this role. Like I, I just had just this feeling of he's drooling, and then how you know you said he goes like stone face. But honestly, I think what really did it for me was that scene when he's twisted up in the refrigerator. And Eddie's like on the ground and he starts coming out and he's like uncontorting himself. And then he's just like, time to float. And he does that little like goofy walk. Oh my God, that walk. And then honestly, that's where I was sold. Even though that I was already midpoint halfway, you know, through the movie. But where I just knew I'm like, all right, you know, he's my new favorite Pennywise because how he, you know, he had those elements that Tim Curry had, but I felt, you know, he had more to work with and, actually being more from the book you know where you know he he did that little walk and then eddie has asthma and you see him you know mocking him with his asthma and then he just like jumps down at him and he's grabbing him and drools coming out of his mouth and uh eddie starts slapping him and he grabs his hand he acts like he was gonna bite his hand twice he was like ah, ah, you know and then he grabs him and he's like crying you know what i mean it's like, fuck, dude. Like, he is just nailing this role. That's, you know, fuck, dude. I was so. Yeah. So, do we have any. I guess we all liked it. Oh, How yeah. About for any, sure. uh, any negatives? Uh, the, I, I had one negative, And I think the only thing for me that kind of. I guess it didn't bug me, but I wish they would have spent more time is that the way the movie's structured, you basically see him antagonizing each kid. In a different way. So, like, yeah. Ben in the library. Um, you know, um, what's George's brother's name? Bill. Bill. Bill, you know, he goes down to the basement. You see George, and he terrifies him. Bev, blood in the... It, I, the only thing about... I just didn't feel... I, it showed them, and then it would go back to, like, a scene with all of them or something, and then it'd go back to seeing a single... But they never really referenced that stuff happening to them. And I don't know if this is in the book or not, but I felt like... They were almost like kind of vignettish, almost yeah. like they they didn't feel too connected. So that when there's a scene in the movie where they all get together and they talk about, you know, have you guys seen anything weird? And they're like, oh yeah, I saw this. I saw right. something weird. It, I just wish that they would have like kind of bridged that gap a little more, I guess. Yeah, and make it feel a little more connected. I I also I I kind of struggled. Like I keep asking you, what, what was that guy's name? What was that guy's name? I kind of struggled what who each kid was. I feel like there was a lot of kids. Which I heard that they use every kid in the book, which is cool. Right. But I feel like maybe if they would have cut a kid or two. Or combined them. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. Then maybe it would have been a little more streamlined, I guess, and they would have had time for that, like connective tissue. But I mean, other than that, I think there's so much good in this movie, it totally outweighs any of the negative I right. have with it. Absolutely. What do you guys think? My only dislike about it was it felt kind of rushed. But then once I got out of the movie and I was driving home, I was kind of like, well, when you're trying to fit so much right. into two hours, it's going to kind of feel that way anyway. Because I had felt, you know, just kind of one scene after the next, we just kept coming and coming, you know. So that, that was my only really, I guess, kind of down that I, I, I can't even say it. it doesn't make me hate it. But there was just, I just felt like it was rushed a little bit. But, you know, when you're trying to fit so much in it. That's true. It's like an 11, 1100 page novel or something. Yeah. 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 So, you know, splitting into two movies is 550 pages. That's a lot of ground to cover. Which, I mean, to their credit, they had all the kids in there, right. yeah. which is, you know, kind of cool for big fans of the book. Freddie, what'd you think? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they got rid of that. I'm glad it was a, like a blood oath. Yeah. As opposed to what they do in the book. Yeah. Brandon told me about that. Yeah. And I did not believe him at all. Because <laughs> yeah. I never read the book. Right. Yeah. And so I, I went home and looked it up as soon yeah. as we were done. Yeah. And I was reading through the Wikipedia and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. This sounds yeah. insane. Which the blood oath is pretty cool because it's it's like gross but cool, you know? Yeah. So it's well done the yeah, way they did it. It is. But anyways, I my only beef is I guess this is my film nerdy pushing on my glasses right now. Here we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> you my monster's got to have rules of how to take it down. You know, like Freddy, right? If you Like the one rule is don't fall asleep, you know? Right. So you know if somebody's going to fall asleep, they're screwed, okay? Right. Or you don't know if they're sleeping or not. So Pennywise didn't... That's why I didn't like It Follows either. Um, Pennywise didn't have any rules. Like, you know, if you do this thing, then you could like beat him or whatever. So right. I don't know if it's going to be in the second movie or whatever, but... I need my monster to have a rule. That way I'm like, I'm into it more. Does that make sense? Because it's like, yeah. you're just like, don't do that thing or just do that thing already, you know? Yeah, I feel like they they maybe... Because he was inconsistent. I didn't know if he was like messing with the kids or wanting to kill the or kids. Or eat them or something. Yeah, yeah it's like... I, 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 think, I, I think I briefly remember them, maybe vaguely re- referencing that he feeds on fear or something. I, I could have been bringing that too, to the to the movie. I don't know. But I felt like... I feel like there was it was vague, right. but like you're saying, it wasn't that well-defined. Right. Yeah. It, it follows a good example. I love that movie, but I know when we walked out, me and my wife were like, so can't you just like fly to Australia and then exactly. it's just like, we'll walk and then yeah. in like three years or so, just fly back. And right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, it didn't really have a, a set of like defined rules. But even if they do explain that in the second movie, which I'm sure they'll get more into it, because right. as I'm reading, they're, they're going to incorporate some of the like universal weird thingies that is in the book um i mean it's still kind of need that in this movie you know what i mean (laughs) brand is doing a universal (laughs) american i can't i can't one of my friends said it would be cool if they waited 27 years to put out yeah yeah, and use the same kids you know you know you know what what with that being said i was just thinking about that was how they say you know he appears every 27 years and they touched on that topic of him being around for a long time, you know, Pennywise. One thing that they did with this makeup was, you know, you see on his head where it looked cracked. Yeah. They made him look almost like, oh, he's been around a long time because the makeup looks kind of old. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's another thing. Because the first one is just, you know, it stays the same, you know, color, I guess. But this one, I think that's another good thing they touched on is... All right, he shows up every 27 years, and they, they did the history of dairy, and you see him in the book. And so that made me think of, oh, you know, you look at all the pictures of him, the top of his head and stuff, it looks worn out. So that's another thing that really made me like this movie a lot, too, was they actually did those little little details, little, little detail things. Yeah. yeah, I like that they changed the setting to 80s. Yeah, how did you guys think of that as, as opposed to 50s? I, it was cool for me. I I really you know I was born in the eighties, so I'm like I really dug it, you know. And it made I think it made you attached to it more too. You yeah, know? it felt more more real, I guess. Yeah. And then the music, not not just you know uh, new kids on the block, uh, but how during the rock fight, you know, there's mm-hmm. a rock fight, and they start they're playing fucking anthrax you know yeah. i was like that's kind of you know but the score was really good actually i've been listening yeah. to it it's very like inspiring and then there's scary stuff and i'm like 
That's pretty legit score. I don't know who did it, but yeah. Um, so, I mean, horror movies are fun because of the scares. So, major spoilers if you're still listening. Um, what are your guys's? What's your guys' favorite moment? Your favorite scare from the movie or favorite favorite like set piece? I guess. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> there's so many. Just from seeing the trailers, it, it's just crazy. You know, actually seeing them being played out now. So the scene that's in the first, the very first trailer released of George going, no, you'll float too, you'll float too, you'll float too. And then you see him running at him. But seeing Georgie change into a little dead kid and doing that. And then Pennywise comes up from the water and he's saying, you know, you'll float too with him. And then he grabs him and throws him under the water and then runs at Bill making that horrific fucking demon sound that he made. You know that to, that that was one of the creepier scenes I thought, and then I think the the projector scene too, fucking Josh, dude, <laughs> we're doing that scene, which I love that scene. Uh, they didn't put the music to it, but just in the trailer of him looking at him through the hair and just the way the music hits and stuff. But you know, you, they, he they kick over the the stand, and then the projector falls. Then you see those stills of him. Then it goes dark, and then he pops out all big. Josh goes. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I, uh, extra- I exclaimed pretty loud. I also looked over at my wife, and she looked like she had just looked at Medusa or something. She was frozen, absolutely. Yeah, frozen. and then that that whole scene too of him reaching at him. They they did a fantastic job of. I, I was a little concerned about the CGI, but I, I got over it. But they did a great job of making him still look real, you know, instead of like, oh, okay, that's a computer. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the way he's reaching at him, and you, they get his face. Oh, dude, it was definitely a projector scene. It was one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, I would, I'm going to answer that twofold. I think the best one is the the Georgie scene. You know, because I was not. None of us were expecting the mm. his arm getting bit off. I thought that was freaking. The whole build up to that, very well executed. But my favorite is probably the projector scene too, because. With that, I was not expecting him to come out of the screen and how they shot it where he's like this huge clown. Freaking cool. Yeah. Yeah, that the tension in that scene, like the way they build up when you slowly I guess that's like the equivalent to the miniseries where they're looking at the book and yeah. he like jumps on the light the lamppost or whatever. Right. This one's much better. Oh yeah. Uh just 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 in terms of like the way it's 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 built up. Like, you know, you you're seeing the projector slide. You're seeing the reaction. You're seeing the next slide. You're seeing the reaction. I mean, it really like puts you there, and then the light turns on, and I. And that's why I think pants. if it was like a normal director doing this movie, we would have just saw like that when when we're watching the projector, just his image on the projector screen, whereas like his hair is slowly moving, and that's like a tease, you know. And then we wouldn't see him for a while, you know. So I like that every time you're gonna get a tease of Pennywise, no, you're gonna see him fully, yeah, you know. Yeah, and I I think another scene that I really like too is when uh, Mike was getting jumped by the bullies, and how he's on the ground and he rolls over, and then Pennywise is in the bushes chewing on, I guess I presume is Georgie's arm, and then he waves it at him. Yeah, it's like, dude, this is above. Like, not only did I expect creepy, but also just almost the demented shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's fucking chewing on an arm. It's definitely and he waves it at him. The whole thing, I think, is like definitely like a step more, I guess, demented or like darker than you would expect for like a mainstream movie, I guess. Because like 
I mean, just the way they show him biting a little six-year-old's arm off or him bite, you know, playing. That's just like, some of that shit is creepy. Like, I don't want to. I really like at the end um, when they're fighting him and he kind of brings back the things that he scared each kid with. Right. And um, he opens his mouth and like there's the like the hair or something, whatever yeah. the hell comes out. Was, I mean, that stuff was like, that is, or no, it was hands or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was hands. It was, oh my God. I didn't, I, the, the one part that Brandon keeps making fun of me for was when they go to the house to go find it uh, and the three boys go inside and they're each getting pulled off one by one. He's like kind of distracting them and he distracts Richie into the clown room. Yeah. It was about that time. And I've seen that in the trailer. <laughs> like that's in the I trailer when they, when they show all these clowns and stuff. That didn't bother me. But just the way that they built up the tension with the the score or lack thereof and the ambiance, like I was just so I was like having anxiety attack. Dude. I was like I, I was I looked at Brandon. I was like, why are we watching this? It's like just stop. I don't no, want to no, watch this. No, let me rephrase how this actually went down. That scene comes on. He goes in the room, mm-hmm. and you see all the clowns. You don't. They're they're covered up. Yeah, they didn't get unveiled yet. He he does say, why are we watching this movie? But he said it more like, oh, God, why am I watching this movie? <laughs> it was just, it was just, it was just, it was just unsettling. That's all. And, um, then, and then for me, I, I kind of knew, but mostly didn't that there was going to be a part two. Yeah. For some reason, I just, it didn't click because I was like, okay, I guess that if they didn't do the adults, like right now I'm, I'm reading the book mm. and I remember the miniseries, how they, it, it kind of back and cut, right? yeah. yeah, and that's great. But I, I liked how they separated this. So when I'm watching the movie, like I'm, and it was about to, end, I'm like, oh okay, we don't need another one, you know. I just forgot, you know, mm. until it said part two or whatever. I'm like, or part, end of one. part chapter part one. one. I'm yeah. like, oh, like it was for me like an awesome surprise. Yeah, I way. I like the way that they kind of divvied it up this way instead of like having an intercut. Now that being said, I did hear supposedly the kids are going to be back. In part two, somehow. Okay. okay. But it is going to be like mostly adult. So maybe they'll have flashbacks or something. Yeah. I don't know. But um, yeah. So I, I guess overall, we're we're all recommending it. Would you, who, who would you recommend this movie for, Brandon? People that don't have clownophobia. <laughs> chloroforbia, sorry. Is that how you say it? Chloroforbia? Isn't that yeah, like the fear of clowns? The fear yeah. of getting chloroformed on your way home? <laughs> That's yeah. what I was thinking. <laughs> Why is the word drawing a fucking blank on me right now? I don't know. We'll go with clownophobia. I wish we all had smartphones so we could Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, though, I think this is one of these movies that you could watch. I'm not saying every day, but a movie where if you're just like, I'm bored, I want to watch a movie, you could pop that in. You know, I felt because it had everything in it. And it was like Freddie said, it was fun to watch. And when that movie started, like, dude, my heart started fucking pounding, like almost like, like I thought I was having a heart attack, you know, when, and not not like, it, when Georgie walked out of the house to go let the the boat into the water, it's like fuck, dude, like wh- what am I gonna expect, you know? I don't know what to expect. What what's he gonna look like when we all know he's gonna transform into something? Mm-hmm. So that whole movie, each scene where I know there's and what, another thing that I think Andy. Muccietti did that was awesome was there are movies that you know the scare's coming and it doesn't scare you because you expect it. Right. But then then there's movies that have 
a scare that you weren't expecting at all that scared the fuck out of you. This one, you can tell it was going to happen, and it still scared me. Yeah. You know, of it, or it was still just surprising if right. I didn't jump, you know, like the leper scene. I thought that was so cool how he's walking down the street playing the harmonica, and then he starts hearing the voice, and then he, he, go, he reaches into his fanny pack to get out of his inhaler, and he drops his medicine, and he's picking it up, and they, they switch the camera angle where you're looking at him head on, then you just see this fucking creepy-ass hand pick up one of his pills. Like, I thought that scene was pretty creepy, too. Yeah, because you're seeing... So, but you're seeing his reaction before you see the thing that's scaring him. Right. And that, like... That's kind of horrifying because in your mind, it's almost like a little mini Jaws tease because it's like, what is he... What is he looking at that rea- that's, like, making him react? So, it kind of, you know, makes the heart attack start to happen. Yeah. And then it shows him and then... <laughs> gross. Gross. Yeah. Yeah, that scene was... I guess the guy that played that, I guess he's in a lot of movies because he's supposed to be like almost seven feet tall, that actor that played the leper. Was it Doug Jones? I don't know. Somebody, and before I got off that Facebook page, somebody had posted something about who's playing the leper, and I guess he plays a lot of tall roles like for like creatures and stuff. So. I feel like that's Doug Jones. He does Maybe. like he did like Abe Sapien and Hellboy and he does all those like weird things. I don't know if that's him or not. I'm just saying that sounds like him. That's usually like the stuff he does. Yeah. Funny somebody had IMDB pulled up. <laughs> uh <laughs> Freddie, who would you recommend this for? <laughs> click 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 Actually for everybody, because of our group was so eclectic, everybody really liked it. Now some didn't just because they thought it was going to be scarier and that's what they wanted it for. They wanted to watch a, a terrifying movie. But I was telling pe- some people at a, my work are like, oh, I don't know, I'm not really into horror movies. I'm like, you don't have to be. I'm like, do you like Steven Spielberg? Because this movie's for you. You know, it's like if Spielberg directed a horror movie because even like E.T. and even Indiana Jones have like two scenes that are kind of scary you know like when you first see et how it builds up to that like he's in the shed you know and how spielberg shoots that he shoots that like a horror movie you know so i felt like if if you love adventure funny and with horror elements in it you'll have a good time with this film yeah it was definitely i wasn't expected on the comedy that was and, and the comedy wasn't like you know, it's not like Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, you know, it's like well written, well acted. Daily life kind of shit. Yeah. You know, like kids talking like kids. I this is what I tell people. It's like when you first discovered that shit's a bad word, and you just use it so much, or the f word. You just use it every other word because it's so fun. That's how I was as a yeah, kid. I saw myself in those. Kids. You know, you don't say at home. So when you're with your group of friends, you're using that like a lot. Yeah, and it was fun. You know, because. We all did that. Yeah. I like the scene where he opened, they're at uh, Eddie's house, and he opens up like one of the cabinets with all kinds of medicine. He goes, oh, what's that, birth control? He goes, yeah, I'm saving it for your sister. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's shit that me and my friends used to say to each other when, you know, when we were 12 What are you talking about? That's shit we say to each other all the time as it is. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm... Uh, oh, it just came to me. Uh, uh, it's Javier, uh, Javier Botet. That's who played oh, the leopard. Yes. I was a little off. I'm That's sorry all. you remembered. Yeah, it's it was, I mean, it was tip of my tongue. Tip yeah. of my tongue. Um, I, yeah, I think I think like you guys said, like I feel like everyone should see this. Like Brandon, that's a good point. Like it's just a movie. 
I mean, I know you like a lot of horror movies. I see in your Snapchat where people are beating others' head, people are beating other people's heads in with rocks and stuff. What is the matter with you? Um, <laughs> what? Seriously, what is the matter? I mean, he's like, he's, you know, he's like, oh, watch, just watch, just came home, long day, just watched a couple <laughs> movies, folding laundry, and you see the movie, and it's like, I don't know how this guy does this, but this movie, <laughs> it it's so lighthearted in parts. You know, it's fun to watch. Like it's, I know, it, dude, it's so true. I when I was driving home, I called my brother. You know, because I'm really close to my brother, and those emotional beats with the Georgie and and Bill, right? Mm, yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I love you, bro. Uh, yeah, <laughs> serious. Dude, they caught. We 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 all have lost people we loved, right? Law of averages says yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> one thing that that I enjoyed, like not the most, but that I think they did a good job capturing, is. Georgie and Bill's love for each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, Where yeah. you can tell right from the movie when he's making the boat that he's like him and his brother, yeah. that's fucking opposite. They they're always fucking fighting. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but like watching them, you know I mean, we that's not true. That I do that stuff. I've built a boat or two in my day. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> But like you 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 sense the love, you know, he's like, you know, it's my little brother. I'm happy to make him this boat. Right. You know, and then that whole movie and the part where, where I really was like, fuck, dude, like I can only imagine what he's feeling like when they're going back into the house and he's like, who wants to stay out and what make or uh, what would what, they say? Who wants to stay out here and, and keep watch? Keep watch. And they all like raise yeah. their hands, you know, and then Bill goes into that speech of like, you know, like all this stuff, you know, and he goes, there's nothing scarier to me than walking into my own house and not seeing Georgie. Like, you know, t- oh, saying know. that yeah. this going to here isn't scary to me. I hate going home and not seeing my little brother. That part, I'm just yeah, like, that, that was, you can only imagine deep. what he's what yeah. he's feeling, you know. But yeah, I think, yeah, this movie was awesome. I have one question for you, though, Freddie. Brandon, Mama. Come. <laughs> Andy Muccietti did... We'll watch Mama, that movie. That's why I knew this was this probably wasn't going to suck because he did a great job with Mama. We loved Mama, yeah. right? Yeah. So if a production company came to you, Freddie, they hey, we want you to direct it. Okay. Would you pick Tim Curry or Bill Skarsgård to be your Pennywise? Oh, boy. Uh, I'm, I'm putting you in the hot seat, bro. <laughs> you are. I, I would bring uh, Bill. And it's it's unfortunate because it's like, what Heath did with Joker. It's almost like they watched that performance and I'm not knocking. I love 89 Batman, you know, but it's like, let me get into the nuances of this character, you know? And I feel like Bill brought that, you know, what makes, like he really got into what makes Pennywise tick where I felt like Tim Curry and I could be speaking, speaking way out of line with Tim Curry is like, let me just try to be creepy, you know? So I, I like how Bill probably really got into the psyche of Pennywise. And you had four hours of Tim Curry and you had two hours of Bill Skarsgård. And well, I think already. Well, right now. Yeah. Well, well, but, uh, yeah, just right now. But already, I think he's a better Pennywise. I know everybody's listening to be like, oh, that guy's dumb. But all the people on my fucking Instagram and, well, not, not, no, Instagram's actually been the coolest. A lot of people have had good receptions for it. People I know personally on my Facebook who I know don't watch nearly as many horror movies or love as much many horror movies as I do that said that Tim Curry was will, will always be better, which makes sense because there are characters like Robert England and Freddy Krueger. Right. 
fuck, nobody can top that role, you know. Mm-hmm. But I felt with this, they had, you know, the miniseries was PG-13, I think, or PG, because it was on TV. It was on TV. Yeah, yeah, it was on TV. There wasn't as nearly as much blood. There wasn't really any comedy. It, it's a boring movie to watch, except for all of his parts. And then in this one, you have it all, blood, some gore, comedy, some creepiness, but also just the way that he, I can tell that he really put time into wanting to be a better Pennywise. You know what I mean? Right. Like just the way he, the voice changed. I was skeptical about the voice at first. I'm, I don't know. But then like when he comes out of the refrigerator and how he just, you know, time to float. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Just, yeah. I don't know. I think he just fucking nailed this role. So, yeah, I, I'd probably pick Bill too. Yeah, definitely. I I don't have any. I mean, yeah, he's like he's just <laughs> way better. I don't. I I don't know. I think a lot of people would say, oh, you know, nothing can top Tim Curry. Same thing with Jack Nicholson. Nothing top. Yeah, I just wonder how a lot of that I think is like nostalgia, right? Exactly. Because like if yeah. you go back and watch, I mean. It's kind of like a it's it's kind of like a fact that the first version of something you see like that's my James Bond right. you know Sean oh Sean Carney that's Timothy Dalton that's my James Bond right. Pierce Brosnan ew that's my James Bond right. but <laughs> ew <laughs> but you know if you just kind of take a step back and just compare them I think that's a good thing what you said Freddie is like Tim Curry was like a general scary guy Bill Skarsgård you know could have seen that and thought I want to do more. And that's right. what made this. Same thing with Heath Ledger. Jack right. Nicholson was like kind of a mustache twirly. I mean, they're both very different interpretations right. of the character. But um, and it's it fits, just it fits to what, what the movie is, too, yeah. you know? So, like, comparing the Batmans, I mean, Tim Burton is a campy... Even though it was like had Dark was the first like dark one, but it was still like... He's the clown of print, the prince of crime, you know? Yeah, it's it was like fun, you know? It was like a you know comic yeah. bookie, I guess. Yeah, he's not really that. a sociopath. Right. Like, Keith was like know. a grounded version right. that Nolan did, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just, I just, I could watch Tim Curry in meme form, but I can watch Bill Skarsgård in movie form. <laughs> Deep, bro. I agree. So there you go. Uh, you should definitely check out it if you haven't and listen to this. Well, you might have just written the movie for yourself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you can let us know what you think. Maybe you agree with us. Maybe you don't. Uh, send us an email at versusmoviepodcast at gmail.com uh, and we will read your feedback and criticize it. Just kidding. We'll read it. Take what, it all. What's so ahead. funny, Freddie? I love his segues. Like, it's always <laughs> like, oh, you suck, basically. Anyways, reach us. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. So, that being said, uh, Brandon, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Brandon Hoar, H O R R O R. I'm always gonna well, make this joke. No, that's that's true. Are you saying your <laughs> your free cam version or your actual personal Instagram? My personal Instagram. Okay. And Snapchat is the free cam version. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the free Snapchat, which is Serpentine Fifteen. He shares that uh, with an alter ego named Cinnamon. Um, <laughs> yeah. If if I am drunk and I'm Snapchat, you will meet Cinnamon. <laughs> Is that your penis? <laughs> no, no. Cinnamon is a. Stri- Look over, see Freddie's eyes, eyebrows raised, and this this look on his face, like whoa. <laughs> There's something I don't know. Cinnamon is a drunk alter ego. She's a stripper slash cam girl. 
Oh, nice. Webcam girl. Sorry. Okay. Right so on. There you go. Okay. Is it good, Josh? It's pretty great. Okay. Yeah. I tried to co- I tried to copy that a couple of days ago, Snapchatting you, um, singing songs and whatnot. I don't think he was impressed. So no, no, no. You're you're way funnier than I am for sure. Oh, stop it, <laughs> uh, Freddie. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, any of the social media outlets except for Snapchat. Just look up my name, Freddie Pinon. P-I-N-O-N. Now, let me ask you, uh, do you stay away from Snapchat because you don't want to see Cinnamon? <laughs> <laughs> he is now. <laughs> I am Cinnamon. That just, <laughs> just validated his reasoning. Uh, you can find everything with the podcast at versuspodcast.com. It's V-E-R-S-U-S podcast.com. Or like I said earlier, email us at versusmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Um, we should have an Instagram soon. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say that. So things to look out for. I'm working on Instagram, so look out for that. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. And I'll we'll launch that on all of our media pages, so it can reach our yeah. followers as well. So, uh, and I will say for people out there who are like, man, I wish I could subscribe to you on iTunes, and, or I wish I could subscribe to you on Stitcher. We'll be there. We're just building up the catalog inside baseball uh, so that we have a good, good solid launch on those platforms. You can still add us in your pod, podcatcher app or Beyond Pod or wherever um, using the RSS feed that we post on our Facebook or on the website. So that is there um, for now. When we are on iTunes, we'll announce it. So that being said, Brandon, uh, when, uh, doesn't, when doesn't make any sense? What are we talking about next, next time on this podcast? Well, next episode um, will be October, the month, <laughs> not the movie. Is there a movie called October? I'll stop you. Next okay. next episode is going to be Green Room and Don't Breathe. Yeah. yeah, Green Room versus Don't Breathe. Yeah. That being said, Brandon, <laughs> uh, what are we going to talk about on next week's episode? Back to normal with the versus segment. This is just kind of one off because Brandon had to let loose all his uh, Pennywise built up stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I um, totally fucked that part up. So <laughs> yeah, he did. So what? So what are we watching next week or next episode? Green Room versus Don't Breathe. Nice. Not even bearing the lead, just throwing it out there. Boom. Green Room and Don't Breathe, two uh, two uh, interesting movies. Nice. So if you haven't seen those, you want to join in, in the debate. Uh, you should watch them before next episode. Boom. All right, boys. Anything else you want to add before we head out of here? Uh, no. No, look forward to talking. Nice. Well, if that's the case, uh, this has been Versus Horror. And I've been Josh. Brandon. (laughs) Scary. (laughs) Creepy. See ya. Peace.